up you guys, EJ here, Wolfboy as many know me. Wolfboy Movement is my brand and the statement that I make every day by the way that I live, my lifestyle, the things that I say and the things that I do. Although, of course, everything is flawed and nothing is perfect, I'm always me, yeah? 22, live here in Los Angeles, California, where I have resided here for about, um, it's gonna be three years in a couple of months. Um, just an introduction to anyone who doesn't know me. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, um, moved around the city a lot, grew up in poverty, really didn't have much growing up until I got a little older and my grandmother got a little more financially stable. We were able to live with her and I didn't live with my mom for a good minute. Um, there was a small separation um, from me being with my mother, so I lived with my grandmother for a while. Um, growing up, it was difficult because I never really had consistent men in my life. I never really had a man that consistently was there for me and showed me the ropes of how to be a good man, a working man, a hardworking individual. Um, and the only man that was in my life was my step-grandfather, who my you know grandmother um, dated and, and was married to for years to come um he passed away when i was in elementary so that was my only chance at having someone who was a, a good man an authentic and true honest man um raise me you know so um it was tough growing up being raised by women um strong women good women women of faith and and potential and, and hard work ethic but young women you know my mom had me at 17 years old my aunt was maybe 15 or 16 at the time or even even younger as I was already 10 years old you know 11 years old or, or younger I mean um, but the point is I grew up with women and I was feminine in my nature um, in some of the ways that I acted and and I was made fun of for it you know I was a very intelligent and smart kid I understood things from a very early standpoint in my life I was able to have conversations with grown adults that were 25 30 years older than me and hold a conversation like a literal adult and talk about deep things and talk about life and and things that I had never even really experienced I, I somehow understood so at a very young age I was beginning to understand that you know I had a I had an old soul and I have a soul that I truly believe has lived so much so much past life um so many so many um experiences and, and connections with other people I, I believe that energy isn't um destroyed but it can I and mean, that's a known fact you know energy can't be destroyed it can only it's only transferable into um a new state or a new form so i believe the same with our souls you know our souls are we're living entities and and, and ener energies um living a physical life in a physical body you know but this body is deteriorating so i believe that you know your soul transfers into another object into another person another new life form and and that's kind of how people begin to feel like they've lived um other lives before you know so that's kind of like my take on that but uh growing up i started um really experiencing depression early on and i didn't really understand why when certain seasons came 
you know, I felt a specific way about um, myself and my body and, and my friends and my family and, and the things that I was doing. And mind you, I'm only eight, nine years old, you know, how am I feeling these um, shackles and these really heavy um, emotions, you know, on my shoulders? How am I feeling like this, you know? Um, I began to understand that, you know, my deep understanding for the world and my my innate ability to um, connect to people and almost grab their energy and, and their problems and their things that they were going through. Even as grown adults, I was able to um, be sympathetic of that and or, or more so em- empathetic of that so much so to the point where I was able to almost see their problems from their from their eyes like through mine and I think that that's a gift that I I feel like I have I'm able to not know so much about a certain issue but truly feel it when that person is around me and and, and coming to me and talking to me I'm able to really put myself there and um, mind you you know for those that don't know me I'm a professional dancer as well <laughs> I think I don't know why is that better if I missed out on it but you know I moved out here to LA for that reason and I think that dance was um, kind of tying this in together. Dance is one of the main things that was my outlet and my um, ability to actually speak the emotions that I didn't even understand were um, building up within my body, you know? So um, truly and honestly, dance has saved my life in that way. And it's allowed me to discover and learn a whole entirely new language. Um, so that way I can share that, you know, with those around me and I can share my art, I can share literally what's in my mind and my most authentic and true self, I can share that with others, you know? So I think that dealing with, um, you know, depression as a, as, a, as a young child, you know, you're always told, you know, um, you know, you'll be fine, you're just young, you're gonna grow up and you'll grow out of it, you'll be okay. It's just life, it's just life you'll grow up, you'll grow up. So you learn to just hinder these emotions and you learn to believe that these emotions aren't valid and you know, they're not really emotions a man or a boy or a male should be feeling. So you know, you grow up and you are starting to become a little numb to those those personal and deep issues that you have buried within your heart, you know? So you grow up and I grew up at least you know, lashing out a little more. Um, I wasn't really a problematic child. I was very much so what you would call like a goody two shoes, like child. Um, straight A's, you know, patrols. I was like captain of the patrols at some point. I was in the elementary school anchor TV and I would learn my script and literally be on, on the like morning TV news, telling the school the news and um, very, very interested in learning new things and always discovering new abilities and new skills so that way I can use that to connect to other people because that's always been my goal just to continue connecting to people no matter what it was that I felt like I had to learn I learned it because I knew whatever that skill was that was necessary for me to learn I was going to need it to connect to more people otherwise I would stop growing and they would stop growing and you know from an early on age I knew that that was my calling so I did what I had to do you know And I think fast forward 
you know, getting out of elementary, um, going into middle school, I definitely was bullied a lot. You know, I was bullied, called called a faggot, called gay. Um, and at the time, you know, gay really, it's not like it, it was the worst thing you could call someone, but when you're not sure of yourself and, and, and even if you are sure, you know, growing up in Texas, you know, San Antonio, Texas, one of the most conservative cities in Texas. First of all, Texas is one of the most conservative states, period, for a million reasons in one, not even including creative arts or the LGBTQ community or um, marijuana usage or any of those basic things. But like, uh, not to say those things are basic, they matter in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, point being, I definitely... Um, struggled with depression even harder in middle school because middle school is where you start to discover you know you go through puberty and you start to discover girls and boys and 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 um you start to think about your future a little bit more because they start implying that high school is going to be your preparation for college and college is going to be your preparation for the real world and that's just how life goes and then you work until you die you know i just knew that there was a different life for me and i knew that that whatever I was going through at that moment wasn't forever, it was temporary, you know? I just always held on to this hope that I was meant for more and I was meant to do more and I could be more. And I always knew that I was gonna, you know, go on to uh, influence millions of people, thousands of people, and, and or at least hundreds of people if that's what I could do, you know? So I stuck to my guns and, and Regardless of all the days that I cried, all the days that I thought of hurting myself, and because it really got there at some points, I really held it together as much as I could to get through middle school so I can get to high school and eventually graduate, be one of the people in my family that graduated, because at the time there weren't many. You know, my, my mom, my grandmother, and my aunt all went to the same high school that I ended up going to, and they all dropped out due to being pregnant or due to just not um having the right support system that they needed because women weren't heavily influenced to have education they were influenced to be at home and quote unquote do their job as housewives or housewomen you know that was not their upbringing to like now in the 2019 you know days of business where women are running the game you know and praise god to that but you know i really 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 pushed hard to make sure that i made it through middle school um definitely a lot of hard times luckily i had a cousin with me a uh, shout out to my cousin jonathan lopez um definitely my ride or die you know through middle school he really helped me keep my shit together you know he helped me keep my shit together he helped me um we were in football together i was really good at football thing is i liked basketball a lot and i played basketball but i sucked ass at basketball i was so trash <laughs> but another story for another podcast but um you know sports were my getaway and and i just knew that there was some rhythm in my feet <laughs> there was some sort of rhythm in my bones and although i was able to use that that natural rhythm for sports I really didn't realize that I had rhythm for dance, you know, and, and that was my calling. So, you know, fast forward, I get to high school and it's kind of the same issues a little bit, you know, I'm called faggot, I'm called gay, and I dated a girl or two, 
or three, I don't really remember, and tried to have my connections and just really didn't feel right and really didn't have any interest anyway. I was very asexual, you know, I really didn't care about, you know, the drugs and alcohol and sex. Like I really honestly was, didn't even experience nothing crazy till I literally moved out of my house at like 17 and moved on my own um, in San Antonio to just live by myself and experience life. So it wasn't until I've actually left high school that I actually started indulging in like more alcohol and not even heavy alcohol, just like normal beer. Um, even then did I feel guilty for it, you know? So I think that I felt great for a minute and then depression came again. It definitely came again, definitely hit me harder. Um, and I definitely had a harder time dealing with depression and who I was and what I was doing. And am I gay? Am I bisexual? Am I pansexual? Like, what the fuck are all of these like different terms even meaning? I don't even know who to go to because, you know, I was so mistrusting of men and so mistrusting of people in general because I was always let down and, and never really promised something. And, and it actually went through, you know? So I just did whatever came to my mind, you know, what if I wanted to have an experience with someone or something or a situation, I just did it. And fortunately, you know, I didn't become an addict, you know, in any way, shape or form, but I definitely had my issues that made me feel um, like I was less than, you know, and then that's when depression hits you. It's like the worst friend in the world that is only around to let you know you're not going to do it you're not gonna make it, you're not gonna be healthy, you're not gonna be ever truly happy. It's like the worst friend in the world. But for whatever reason, that friend doesn't leave. It just, he or she just like stays, like, what the fuck? So, you know, um, that this is my introduction um, for my podcast and for my peers and my, and the strangers that hopefully become peers by hearing this. I don't care if only 10 people truly take the time to, to hear this like 15 minute, 16 minute um, audio, but, but whoever chooses to, to hear this and if this is truly calling to you, I want you to know that this isn't the end. There's more to life and I'm now 22 years old living in Los Angeles, California. I have a boyfriend um, who I love very much. Um, who no matter what I feel like will always be there for me and vice versa. I have an amazing uh, group of roommates that I love so dearly. They're so hardworking. They're also professional dancers as well. I have beautiful mentors, um, Cameron Lee, you know, Ninja, all these really cool fucking people that have my back and will literally never leave my side because they believe in me so much. And I'm not perfect. I fuck up and I, and I do some shit sometimes that I'm not proud of, you know, or, or I'm not happy with, but I do know that it's not about those moments and I don't care what anyone has to say anymore. It's about how I bounce back up and how I can pick myself up, evolve, learn from my errors, learn from my mistakes and just do better and not listen to anyone else who's not trying to help me, you know? So I advise you guys to do the same. Be your most truest, authentic self. That is the only thing that you can control in this world is being you and making sure you're present and being you around everyone. And you never know who's truly listening and who truly needs your energy. Love you guys. This is episode one. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Wolf Boy out.